Welcome to the Run Job Review. My name is Scott Jennings, and today we're going to talk about estimate handoff. The estimators handing off their estimate to the field team. Your estimator knows the job the best. He or she has been in the plans and specifications, has reviewed all the documents, and knows where the strong points and the weak points are of your estimate. So rely on him or her to make sure to take the lead and explain the project and hand it down to the field team. During the bidding phase, your estimator, he or she or your team, may have been working on this job for days, weeks, months, so they're very familiar with the documents. And along the way, you should encourage your estimators to be making notes of things to pass on to the field team once the actual job goes out to construction. The first thing that they may take note of, and there are several things which I'm going to run through, the first one could be dump sites. Where are we dumping the excess material we have on the job? Are we taking it down the road to a farmer who we negotiated a free fill site with? We can get rid of dirt for free. Another thing we can consider is import sources. We might be used to going to typical pits in the area getting our normal sources of rock, but did we go outside and look for a different source of rock on this job? Or more importantly, do we have other jobs going in the area where we can actually take rock from ourselves and bring it into the job site for free? Material changes. You may have bid this job using ductile iron. Perhaps the engineer will go for PVC pipe and perhaps changing the material on the job site of say a pipeline or even say of a subgrade material can save you money and from there you can value engineer that change into the job and put some extra dollars towards the bottom line. Another thing that you can consider that you should consider is liquidated damages. Make sure you pass on liquidated damages to your team. Liquidated damages may be a, in a daily calculation, they might be in a per minute calculation than say a fiber optic situation. Another important thing to bring up are unbalanced bid items. Unbalanced bid items probably are unbalanced for one of two reasons. The first reason is cash flow. If the estimator has estimated the job in a certain sequence, he or she may have put more money up into certain items in the bid because he or she figures that you're going to build those items first, you being the field team. If that's the case, you'll want to make sure to communicate to the field team that you need to build one structure over another because there's more cash in that to make an attempt to get cash positive on the job. Another reason that bid item may be unbalanced is for quantity discrepancy. If there's a certain quantity in the bid and the estimator knows that it's either going to overrun or underrun, he or she needs to make sure that's shared with the field team to put the superintendent on notice that we have a desire to make sure to do more of this particular item because, because those are weighed in favor of the contractor and the contractor can generate uh, more profit. The other thing is means and methods. Means and methods, how did the actual estimator estimate the laying of the pipe or the installation of the sub base or the mass excavation and excavation whether scrapers used or off-road trucks or whatever it may be what were the means and methods used to actually execute the work another item is actually long lead items so long lead items may include specialty valves or cabinetry or windows but if there are certain long lead items that maybe don't get ordered on the first day it could put the job in a jeopardy the field team needs to know about that and only the estimator will have the best actual position on what needs to be ordered today versus what can actually wait. So that's long lead items. Another area is bid errors. It takes a strong estimator, but a good estimator will say, hey, I made a mistake, and share that with the team. That way a lot of times if you share that with the team that there's an error in the bid, the superintendent and or the project manager can manage through that and maybe turn those lemons into lemonade. Retention bond. Don't see a lot of it in certain places in the country, but a retention bond is used to get 100% of your payment every month. You can bond out of that. If that's an available option, the project manager should know about that so that he or she can apply to get a retention bond put on the job and can receive 100% of the 
of payment on every month. The last thing is special insurances. Is there flood insurance or railroad insurance or pollution insurance required on the job? Better make sure it's purchased and we have the coverage in case the owner comes snooping around asking for it or you have a loss. And now it's time for my story. I had a project once I was project manager on. We had about 100,000 yards of import to bring into the job. I looked at the estimate, which I actually estimated, and we had bought it out in the estimate for about $22 a ton from a certain source. Talked with my superintendent about it, and we were lucky enough to find all of this material, or almost all of it, at about 75% of that price. Saved us a good bit of money on the job, and that was a pretty good project. On the flip side, had another project where we had to build a foundation for a building, and the foundation of the building was required to sit on just a gravel lens, and the gravel lens was not load-bearing, so we didn't need quality rock down there. Well, we got around 80-90% through the job buying expensive rock, natural rock, when we learned at the very end of the job that we should have asked early on to use a recycled material. Had we decided to use a recycled material, we would have saved a lot of money on that job. So that job wasn't quite as good. I want to thank you for your time listening to the Run Job Review this week. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you very much.